0: Welcome to the Inspired Way Podcast. This show is designed to inspire and empower you to face the daily storms of life with passion, strength, and courage. We believe that we can be transformed by the testing of these storms, growing stronger, not wavering in our faith, and a knowing that our endurance will be strengthened. And when it is all said and done, we'll be perfect and complete, body, soul, and spirit. For we seek to control the controllables and nothing more. Our goal with this show and company is to keep a posture of learning by renewing our minds daily, and taking action on what we have learned so that when the storms of life come our way, we are ready to face the storm. We we, we, we are ready to face the storm. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Inspired Way podcast. I am your host, Tim Douglas. And um, yeah, man, it's been a good, good fall, start to the fall. I don't know where you all are at, probably all over the nation checking in. I've been looking at some of the insights and it's exciting to see All the listeners literally scattered across the U.S., uh, Canada, and even into some other countries. And so thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. Um, Those that have done a rating and review, thank you so much. That really helps this podcast uh, get out there, really. Um, So if you haven't done so, that's one of the ways that you can actually support this podcast is by leaving a rating and review uh, on iTunes. Uh, You can leave it on some of the other platforms, but uh, the way it it works in the podcast world is uh, uh, iTunes kind of is the, the, the big daddy out there, right? So when you when you put it on there, when you leave a rating and review on there, it just really kind of helps populate everywhere else. And so thank you so much for taking just a few minutes. So thank you in advance for just taking a couple of minutes to go on there. Uh, you know, you could do it right after this show. Uh and I really appreciate it. You're helping me do that. Other ways that you can help support this podcast, if you're wondering like, hey, how do, I love this this episode. I love this podcast. I love what Tim's doing. I love the inspired way. And you want to help support us working on getting some more merch done, kind of ran out, uh, and with supply and chain demands and everything else out there going on in the world. Uh, we've, we've run a little low, so we're working on that. So that's one way. But so as soon as I get those out, I'll let you all know, but other ways right now is you can support our sponsors, Uh, By supporting them, you're supporting us as well. And so it doesn't cost you any more to go support them. That helps support me. And the other thing that I love about it is you're also supporting USA brands, USA companies that are also, uh, which is something that I'm really passionate about, is that is supporting our, our U.S. military and troops and those guys that lay their life on the line every single day. And so our first sponsor uh, was Naked Warrior Recovery, and we're so thankful to still continue to ha- be working with those guys, partnering with Will over there. Will's a 26 year Navy SEAL veteran. He started naked warrior recovery as a way to help him recover and his transition outside of the teams. So definitely check out their, their products, uh, save 20%, use the code Buffalo 20, save 20% on it. And, uh, that also helps us. And you're also supporting again, a USA brand. Another one real quick. I just wanted to drop in here. Salty Bridges, our friend, Amy at Salty Bridges has an amazing product. Uh, If you're out there crushing it like you should, uh, I just uh, had a conversation. I'll kind of let you in on something. I just had a conversation with someone, a podcast that I've been listening to for a long time. And I know I'm getting off track just a little bit, but that was with Ryan Mickler. So I'm excited to say he's coming up here pretty soon. We'll be having that episode ready. But we discussed manufacturing hardships or seeking discomfort. Um, and I have a 50K that I have signed up for. And Salty Britches is, is something that has really helped me as long as well as the recovery, the Naked Warrior recovery, helping me recover and be ready for the next workout. But Salty Britches, man, if you're out there grinding and you're doing hard things, uh, chances are you're going to get chafed. Chances are you're going to have some blisters. Chances are you're going to have some irritation on your skin. And Salty Bridges is an amazing product that you can put on, whether it's your hands, your armpits, your crotch area, your feet, uh, wherever. Chafe or rub might happen as you're seeking discomfort, as you're seeking hardships in manufacturing those things. Um, you're definitely going to want to have some salty britches. So check out the link down below, or you can go to timdouglasinspires.com forward slash partners and use inspire20 to get 20% off, as well as uh, I, on that same link or that same address. Is Naked Warrior Recovery. So definitely check those guys out. All right, let's get into our podcast today. I am excited to have another uh, Army combat veteran here on this episode. His name is A- A- Randy. Levere, and he founded Armored Coffee. And I love this because it kind of goes hand in hand with Armored being armored as him as a, as a soldier, armoring up to go face battle. But the Word of God also ta- tells us that to, we are to put on the full armor of God every single day so that we can go out there and face the enemy as well. And so that's really what this company was founded on and built upon. It's Armored nation coffee company. And, uh, it's just, it's pretty cool to have someone who's like-minded, who's purpose-driven. He's got, uh, you know, a veteran background. So this is another company that you can get involved with, uh, who's veteran owned and operated. And, uh, he's got a code for us, inspired 25 inspired, With a D25, so use that code when you go to purchase some coffee. I'll have that link down below in the show notes. Definitely check him out. This is going to be a great conversation. We talk about armoring up. We talk about how we react to things and controlling the controllables while remaining calm in the storm. And then just just knowing that, you know what, no matter what, uh, no matter how difficult life gets, no matter how difficult the storm gets, we are not alone. And that is so true. And I love that. And so, uh, but without further ado, I'm excited for this conversation. This is a good one. This was a fun one. My friend, Andy LeVere. Hi, right, Randy. Thanks for uh, joining me on the Inspired Way podcast today.
1: Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, Tim. Appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah, man, you bet. We've actually connected offline quite a bit and I've super uh, enjoyed it. And I don't know if that's actually good grammar, super enjoyed it, but it, all, it works all the same. It's my podcast, right? So, That's right. <laughs> so really have enjoyed it. And I'm so uh, thankful that you agreed to come on and chat with our listeners today. And um, as we dive in listeners, if you're first time listening and you're a fan of Randy and you're here because you're an inspired way, or excuse me, I, I keep saying inspired way. You are an Armored Coffee or Armored Nation fan. There we go. Yes, there we go. And you are a fan of Randy's. And you're here and you're like, what the heck is the Inspired Way? Let me tell you real quick. The Inspired Way is really, it's it's going the way of the buffalo. And you met what the heck is that? You might ask, well, it's the lessons that we can learn by watching a cow and a buffalo. A cow will see a storm coming and it will run the opposite direction, uh, trying to avoid the storm at all cost. And in doing so, the storms always catch the cow. And now it increases the amount of time and increases the amount of stress, frustration and pain that they have to deal with that same storm or that storm. The Buffalo on the other hand, sees the exact same storm. They face the storm and they run into the storm. By doing so, it decreases the amount of time, it decreases the amount of stress and frustration and pain that they have to deal with their storm. And so I, I love that analogy because, Randy, so many times in our lives, man, we face storms and I identify the storm as anything that we're avoiding in our life, whether it's having a tough conversation, whether it's having a conversation with a with a friend, with a spouse, with a a child, you know, or kids, um, employees, whatever it may be, um, you know, physical, mental, spiritual. Those could be our storms if we're not dealing with them. And so um, that's what, that's what we, we talk about here. And I know, man, you and I have talked offline and I know you have faced some storms, you're a military vet. Uh, Thank you so much for your service, by the way. Really, I really mean that. And I just want to honor you for that. But then also, so tell us a little bit about your story and a little bit about your history and we can talk uh, kind of where, what you're doing today.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, I, again, I really appreciate you having me on Sam. It means a lot. Um, love your show. I think you're doing an awesome job. Thanks, here. Man. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really love the analogy here with the Buffalo and the cow and running towards the storm that comes at you. And I feel like I was kind of raised that way by a single mother. You know, when you see conflict, you see things coming at you, um, uh, don't ever run from a battle, always run to the battle. And, and that's something that I've tried to, you know, apply to my life as as I've gone throughout here. Um, obviously, there have been times when you know we we go the opposite way. I was yeah. I was raised in a you know a Christian home. Mom always took me to church and things like that. And I was about twenty one years old. My younger brother passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, twenty one is a, is a pretty pivotal age. It's a it's a bad time for. You know to lose anyone in your life let alone your only sibling mm. and man at that time instead of charging towards the storm and doing what i knew i should do and, and seeking god i kind of went the opposite way and you know turned to alcohol and and other things like that to try to give me peace and try to give me joy and it really sucked me down into a hole uh, a really bad place and kind of got some dependence going there with the alcohol at a, at a very young age and mm. uh Man, it wasn't until probably three and a half years later I was invited to come to church. My grandfather's a a pastor, so mm. I came to church and man, just been in a bad way, bad shape. And I knew he was saving this sermon for me this night. He was saving the uh, sermon of the prodigal son. You know? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he preached the message, and I just sat there and I cried my eyes out. Man, I. Mm-hmm. Uh, Went that night, rededicated my life to Christ and got up and stood up on my feet, you know, as a, uh, as a mighty warrior and as a Buffalo. And I said, you know, no matter what storm comes against me from this day forward, I, I know how I'm going to get through. And uh, mm, Christ has awesome. lifted, he lifted all those things off me, the burdens, the heaviness, the the guilt, shame, remorse, everything that, you know, that I had piled on myself over the sure. years.
0: And,
1: yeah. And, and brought me through and, and gave me the strength to get back up on my feet. So,
0: mm. Wow, yeah. yeah, you know it's it's interesting. How old do you say you were at that time? Was it your brother that was twenty one, or you were twenty one?
1: I was I was twenty one. You
0: were, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because um, you know, and I equate in my life. You know, I was raised in the church as well, but then got introduced to you know alcohol and party scene and, and things. I never got into the drug scene or you know doing anything yeah. like that. But it was the alcohol that that pulled me away. For sure, And for about, I would say, um, yeah, three, four, four years or so uh, yeah. w- went down that path and similar story where I was, you know, I was supposed to go to this, this ball and uh, my step-grandmother at the time, she was like, uh, at the time she still is, uh, <laughs> but anyway, she was like, Hey, I'm picking you up. I really feel like you need to go to this, uh, this, there was a, an event happening at a church uh, where some mm. drama team was doing this thing and the same thing I went and it was like almost every skit was designed uh, for me. And I just right. rededicated yeah. my heart back to Christ at that, that time as well. And up really until right. that point, it was just, uh, you know, lost in, and well, I would say lost in a journey of, I was going to say, you know, myself, but it's funny right. though, even though we came, you know, I, we still face that in life. Yeah. Right. Even though like I was off doing my own thing, I look back in my adult years now, uh, you know, cause that was, I was age 19 when that happened, uh, when mm. I rededicated. Right. And, and then get married at 20 and yet I still have some growth to do to turn back, you know, away from myself. Um, sure. And I think that's probably some of the storms that, you know, talking about your, you know, you kind of went inward instead of towards towards God or towards Christ. And, and you went towards, you know, selfish desires or things like that. And that's a, I think that's a storm that we all face on a regular basis is, is dealing with that, that selfish nature within us.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Yeah, so, but God knew what he was doing. Uh, That was Palm Sunday of 2002. And then I was in the National Guard at the time. And later that year, it was December, uh, the day after Christmas, we got a phone call. This is a raging bull message. We're going to need you to report to the armory on Mm. December 31st. And I showed up. Thank God, man. Thank God that he he saved me from myself at just the Mm -hmm. right time. Uh, so yeah, we went and reported and they said we were put on active duty status and that wow. we would be reporting to, uh, to an undisclosed location in Southwest Asia. So at that time, I, you know, Christ had saved me. He had, had picked me up and plucked me out at just the right time. So I was able to go into the next storm, you know, and mm. really face it head on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that undisclosed location, is that disclosed now or? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. We're good now. We can talk about it. Uh, so at the time it, it was to Kuwait and okay. we, we actually trained up here locally at Camp Atterbury. I was in mm-hmm. uh, Bravo Company, one of the 152 infantry. Mm-hmm. And we're just a bunch of good old boys from central Indiana. Um, on the flight, after we had done a month or so training, we we're flying over towards Kuwait and our company commander stands up and he says, hey, guys, I just want to let you know um, due to your great performance at JRTC, uh, this training down in Louisiana, we were going to be attached to fifth group, special forces. Mm. And we thought, we thought he was joking for sure. You know, this sure. guy, a joke. he's just playing. And, uh, so yeah, we're all laughing and we get off the plane and sure enough, we're at, uh, Ali Asalima air base in Kuwait. And it was, wow. uh, yeah, it was all green berets, Navy SEALs and here we are just a bunch of you know central indiana good old boys you know sure. last last month we were carpenters electricians drivers. <laughs> right? now we're going into battle with the most highly trained soldiers on the face of the planet
0: so wow yeah So yeah. As, a, as a support team to to those guys
1: yes yeah, yeah. uh force protection was our mm. our technical label there so yeah yeah it was pretty cool man we went in with the the best of the best and i know that was god's provision there mm. the and he showed me a lesson in that that he was taking us from being weekend warriors to yeah. full time soldiers. And if you're going to be in battle, uh, you've got to be well trained. So yes. i apply that spiritually, and I feel like you know God God knew exactly what He was doing. And I I feel that's what He's calling the church to do today mm. is for us to go from being weekend warriors, you know, where we may just show up worship once, mm. you know, once a Come week on. or whatever, but to active duty special ops here we are you are on the battlefield yeah. we're on the front lines of the battlefield every single day
0: i love that man and you yeah. and i were chatting about this uh as a matter of fact last night i was talking about how i had taken some time and and just really dove deep into how uh the teams how those guys are just you know they talk about their mental toughness a lot you know and how they're able to endure uh tough situations and chad Wright, a friend of mine he he's he was telling one time that more guys die in training than they do on the battlefield. And to me, it just struck me that, wow, here, here these guys are preparing for the storm. They're not even in it yet. They're preparing for what's to come. And yet it's, they're training so hard that they're, they lose guys. And, but I was like, but that's, what's required. Amen. Right, and so in our lives, so I started thinking that as as civilians, like no wonder the devil eats our lunch. No wonder the storm eats our lunch. No wonder yeah. we're running from the storm. No wonder we're trying to avoid these things because we don't train hard enough. That's right, and we don't do the little things, even the the fundamental type things. And I'll give you a quick uh, uh, story here, and then I would love to hear some more thoughts on this here. But one of the I was walking through my house and, you know, like we, we all have that, you know, sometimes there's a sock laying down, you know, it drops from the clothes or whatever. And I saw it and I'm like, oh, I'll pick that up when I come back by. Hmm. And I heard in inside, I just heard, that's your storm, pick it up, you're avoiding hmm. it. And I was wow. like, oh man, the little foxes, it's the little yeah. things. Yeah. The, the little things like that sock is fairly insignificant as far as like, quote unquote, storm, right? Right. But the thought came to mind is that you're avoiding something that you could take care of right this moment. Yes. And so the fact that you know it's the little the little fundamental type stuff like that. And so I where I was kind of wanted to go with that is like you you guys prepared like you were saying you guys were you know dentists, carpenters, all these different, you know, mm-hmm. uh you know different workspaces and now you're on the battlefield but yet you there was some training that took place to prepare. And how does, how did that, I guess, to transition from what you experienced there in a training that you went through, translate over to civilian life and how we apply that to our lives today, like, or how you apply that maybe to your life so that maybe the listeners can actually start using some of that.
1: Yeah. I think most anyone who has served in any capacity would know this phrase and they're all going to laugh, but it's attention to detail will Mm. save your life. You know, it's attention to detail. It's the small things. It's the dark spaces. It's, it's looking down the alley that, that may appear to be clear, Mm. but, you know, checking every little crevice, every little crack. And that applies on so many levels in life. You know, it's attention to detail, even as we're reading the word and we're studying the Bible, um, you know, it's attention to the detail, like uh, you and I had spoken last night about the inspired way. And I said, you know, you and I know that inspired, you know, in the Greek means God breathed. Right. Yes. So it's it's the attention to detail. If you're not paying attention to the details, you'd never catch that. Um, same mm-hmm. very much with uh, armored. You know, a lot of people would think, well, armored, oh. it, you know, yeah, it's a military term. Yeah, it's a battle term. Yeah, it means secure. Um, but the name armored actually comes from the Bible, Ephesians chapter six to put on the full armor of God. And so, um, yeah, I think that attention to detail is, is so important, even in, in your packaging, when you ship your products out, which I love, by the way, mm. it's so awesome. Uh, everything's consistent. Everything is very detailed yeah. oriented, it's, it's very professionally packed. It's very, you know, it's very welcoming. It's very inviting. It's very consistent. And so I think to do anything successful in life, uh, civilian or military, it's attention to those small details that that really changes
0: everything. Yeah. So good. There's so much that you said that we could go off on and and yeah. just to highlight a couple of them. It, you know, I, it is attention to detail. Mm-hmm. And but you said the dark places, you know, our yeah. dark spaces. And I thought, wow, that's powerful because. Yeah. You know even mentally or the things that we don't want to converse you know i'm a part of uh the mighty warrior council hmm. and one of the guys in there you know shared some stuff that you know he's he's struggling with but he hasn't really shared it and he's been struggling for some time and and i see that as things being kept in the darkness right so like right. the light dispels darkness and so the right. idea that you know the enemy wants you to stay in the dark he wants you yeah. to stay, you know, whether we're talking battlefield, you know, where you're at or whether, you know, whatever. So I think yeah. uh, that's, the, uh, that's the challenge that we all face is to uh, face those areas inside of us, um, those dark places, whether it's insecurity, whether it is anxiety or fear or, or whatever, is to identify those and bring those into the light. But one of the things, and gosh, I just drew a blank. There was there was one other thing that you hit on, and I did not write it down that I just loved. Oh, there it is, armored. And it, you know, attention to detail, you know, you mentioned that, and and the first thing that came to mind when you mentioned armored, you know, or at least putting on the full armor, was Mm -hmm. the first thing that goes on is the truth. Yes. And and you know, when we go into a storm the first thing that we need to put on is the truth and the truth is is that the truth is is that we we are not alone in the storm that's right you know even though it may feel like we're alone like if we've accepted christ in our heart like we are not alone like he's going with us he goes before us he surrounds us and so i think that's the truth and knowing like hey this is going to be a tough conversation but control what you can control And what you can control is to have the conversation. You can't control the other side of Mm. what's going to happen. And I think that's the truth. Everybody gets caught up on like the response of what might happen. And the truth is, is none of that really matters. The truth is, is you can only control what you can control. And, and that, you know, and so anyway, I, I would love for you to, to speak to that for a moment as well, because I think that's, that's key for us in knowing like, what is truth? Yeah. in yeah, facing sure. challenges.
1: Definitely. So uh, you and I had this conversation last night and actually I was at the hardware store this morning and, uh, you know, a guy came up and he said, hey, how's it going, man, everything's mm-hmm. going great. He's like, even with the whole world collapsing all around us. Right. I was like, even with the whole world. collapsing, <laughs> Yeah. I said, right. I have learned that I can only control what I can control. Mm. There are so many variables in this world. And I don't know who came up with the quote, but it should be in the Bible. Life is ninety percent, <laughs> right? Life is ten <laughs> yep. percent what happens to us, ninety percent how we react. Obviously, exactly. I'm joking about it. Should be in the Bible, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> such a solid <laughs> truth, man. It's such a solid truth that you know ninety percent of of how we operate in our life and what we do on a daily basis it is completely reliant and dependent upon us. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there are very very few things. We can't affect what comes at us. We can't control the storm that comes our direction, but we can control how we respond to that storm. You know, we can, we can tuck tail and run, we can cower, uh, we can hide, or we can stand up and face the storm. And, and that's the way to victory.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what, uh, well said, and I I'm just trying to think of like, what are your experiences with where you've tucked tail and ran? and you know i'm putting you on the spot now to expose yourself but you know it's like what and how did that work out versus times that you've even something similar you know because we could talk Mm -hmm. apples to oranges in two two different situations and go well in that situation maybe i would have but like in a similar situation yeah um you know where you've avoided it and it didn't work but versus when you did you know deal with it and how how different it felt in the moment, like how you, you know what I'm saying? Like even how your, your mindset or even your thoughts or your emotions were in avoiding versus even in maybe the trepidation of facing it.
1: Yeah. So um, definitely the situation with my brother and that, and that was a a huge life lesson as far as going and trying to self-treat, you know, trying to handle everything that comes along with, with the loss of, of a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in that situation, what I did was, uh, took it upon myself and tried to handle that with, you know, smooth it over with, with alcohol or, or mm-hmm. whatever the other option may have been at that time. Um, so yeah, that one very poorly handled, right. Um, it all u- ultimately it ended up in a lot of bad situations, a lot of trouble, a lot of things that I should have probably never, uh, never experienced, but sure. that was one where I ran from my trouble. I ran from the pain. You know, and, it, and it's a good thing to embrace the pain, to be able to grow from that pain. Mm. Uh, so good. as I came back to Christ and I was able to, you know, to be restored and to be healed and to be mended from that. Uh, that's when I learned, you know, OK, so in future battles, whatever it is that I'm facing, the only way to do it is through complete reliance upon Christ. And so, yeah, whether it was, you know, the the war after that, the loss of my stepfather after that. You know, things that could have easily caused me to to run the op, the other way, to run back to the bottle, to run back to whatever soothed my flesh at the time. Um, instead, just standing firm in the faith, standing firm and believing that some way, somehow God is going to get glory out of the situation. You know, um, been, been a lot of storms. I know a lot of us. I think I said last night I was I feel like yeah. I was born in the storm. You know, it's just been. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a consistent one after another, but man, as long as you stand firm upon the rock of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, then he's gonna help you get through the storm. He never promised that you weren't gonna go through the storm. He just said you won't go through the storm alone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sure. That's that's something that I I always um like to remind myself and, and sometimes others when I'm speaking about it is that it's it's interesting that. Jesus told the disciples to go to the other side to get into the boat and go to the other side. And it's like, okay, did he not know, like, do we really truly believe that he didn't know that a storm was going to come in the midst of them going across? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And he goes up to a mountain and prays, like he knows what's about to happen or even the time where he's in the boat and he's like, okay, let's go to the other side. And he's like, I'm going to take a nap. And all of a sudden a storm, you think he didn't even know that, you know, and it's just, what right. I love about that is, and what we could take away as leaders, mm-hmm. um, specifically, and I don't want to necessarily go down this path because we, we could go down there pretty quickly, I'm sure. But like in our day and age and where we're, what we're facing right now and, and all right. these different things, he was calm. Yes. He was calm. He led calmly. Yes. He yeah. spoke calmly and he spoke with authority. Amen. And so, and I think that's the key, the takeaway from that story in and of itself was just how we lead in the midst of our storms. And right. can you, I mean, I, I'd love to maybe see how you like, there was a situation, whether it's you've, whether it's your military background, whether it's a uh, civilian life where a situation like that breaks out, like, all hell's breaking out, out around you, so to speak. And whether it's something you learned from another leader or a situation that you were able to lead calmly in that, because I, I think, man, that's just such a good example for us to follow. Yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. Because in that situation, when Jesus was asleep, you know, and everyone else was freaking out around him, he, he was asleep in the middle of the boat. And I think that obviously he did that on purpose. He did that intentionally. Sure show the disciples, you know, look, it's, it's not going to be easy. There are going to be storms, uh, you know, ask David, there's going to be giants, you know, ask yeah. Josh, there's going to be enemies, you know, ask Elijah, there's going to be an Ahab right <laughs> now mm. it, in Elijah's uh, situation there where he went into the cave and I'm, I'm going to circle, circle back sure. on, <laughs> on your question here, but Elijah actually ended up going to the cave. He went to the dark place. He went to go be alone. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually prayed at one point that God would take his life, you mm-hmm. know, but God mm-hmm. said, I've got work for you to do. He's like, you're not alone. I've still got 7,000 prophets that have never bailed, never ne- bowed their knees to bail. So stop thinking you're alone. And that would be my encouragement to anyone, no oh, matter what storm you're going through, you're, you're not alone in this. There are other brothers, there are other people that are going through similar storms or have been through similar storms So when he comes to the point, uh, he asked God to take his life. He goes and he hides in a cave, which is the deepest, darkest place to be. And he said there was an earthquake. There was a fire. There was a wind. He said, but God wasn't in it. But then there was that still small voice, Mm. that calming, peaceful voice of God. Right. So that's where he showed up. And he said, I've got work for you to do. He said, two things. He said, I want you to go get involved with anointing the next king. And then I need you to find your successor, right? So ultimately, our responsibility as men of God is to make sure that the next generation gets the baton handed properly, that there's not a fumbling, that there's not a drop. And the way that Elijah did that was with confidence. As he walked by Elisha in the field, uh, Elijah walked by and he said, come on. And Elisha said, Hey, well, I got some things I need to take care of. Let me go back here and kiss my mother and father goodbye. And he goes back and he burns <laughs> yeah. up everything. He he took the instruments that he worked the field. He took the oxen and he had a huge bonfire. And he said, if I'm going to go forward in life, I got to make sure I've got nothing back here in my past to come wow. back
0: to. My friend's going to press pause real quick on the conversation with Randy. Uh, You know, we've been sitting here talking about uh, being calm in a storm and knowing that we are not alone in the midst of it. And if you're going through something and you need a community to surround you, to hold you accountable, to lift you up, uh, I would highly encourage you to check out the Mighty Warrior Council. Mighty Warrior Council is a community of men that Jeff Forrester and I co-founded sometime last year, I think it was December, November, December of last year, about this time last year, we started coming up with the concept and the idea, but I just wanted to let you know that there is a community out there for you. It is for your personal and professional development and growth, but we also build it on a biblical perspective. And so if you're looking for something, you don't necessarily need to be a, a believer or a Christian to be involved, um, but it is heavily driven by that. So we believe that when we seek the kingdom first, that all things will be added to us. And that includes our personal and our professional development. However, we still need to put in the work. So if you're looking for a community so that you're not alone while you're putting in the work, uh, consider the Mighty Warrior Council. You can check out the link down below. All right. Back to my conversation with Randy.
1: Yeah. So, so the way that Elijah had inspired him was through that calmness, through that steadfast yeah. You know, he, he had continued on through the storm. And I think, uh, you know, for me personally, it's, it's that with my children, with them knowing the things that I've come through in life and, and all the different struggles and all the different storms, but still maintaining that posture and that structure of, hey, the only way you're ever going to make it through any storm in your life is by going forward with God, is by pursuing the call that God has placed upon your life. And each and every one of us have that. Each one of us have a call in our life. Everyone, you know, we we all wonder, it seems like that's the question of the age is what is my purpose? I mean, Rick Warren wrote wrote a book and I think it's only second to the Bible and Christian books ever sold, right? So uh, what is my purpose seems to be the question. But the very simple answer of that is your purpose is to win souls for the kingdom of God, Mm. is to be an ambassador for the kingdom of God, is to be a light in a dark and lost world. Uh, if you if you need to struggle or search any deeper than that, spend time in prayer, spend time in your word and fasting and uh, God will reveal it. But at the very man. core, the very simple me- uh, message and mission for each of us is to make disciples.
0: Mm. So mm. good. So good. And I, man, I wrote down. You said so. There's so many there's so many lessons in what you just said. Right. Uh, like the the main thing that stood out to me was find your successor. And, you know, when you said that, it reminded me of, I I went through uh, Dr. Sam Chan's Leadership Institute. And one of the sections that we studied was how to to help, you know, a leader find their successor. And the challenge is most leaders don't want to do that. Right. And I wrote down next to that ego. There you go. We've got to lay the ego down, and, yes, you know, and to serve the next generation or to serve the next person that's going, to, that's going to rise up in our place. And most of us don't want somebody in our place. We don't want to train right. somebody up because we're afraid they're going to take our place or whatever. And that's a whole nother mm-hmm. topic and uh, subject, you know, but it's yes. it's. It's big, and I think all over the place. Whether it's, uh, you know, the church sector, or whether it's the workplace, you know, that leaders need to find their successor. Leaders are meant to raise up other leaders. Amen. um, Not followers. And so that's right. um, But uh, the other thing that that really stood out to me, and you didn't necessarily say this, but this is what was what was coming to me and how to remain calm in what you were talking about, like hmm. whether it was Elijah or whether it was, you know, you with your kids hmm. uh, when you talked about that, because I hate, I, I wasn't, I didn't learn this lesson when I, my kids were your kids' age. And I was right. not the best calm leader uh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> and so, but what I wrote down was uh, having a standard. Yes. And this really was hammered home in March when I went on the three of seven uh, project, uh, the basic course. And Chad really hammered about, you know, having a standard and know what your standard is and live to your standard and by your standard. You know, yeah. our standard is the word of God. Our standard is that no matter what, I know that God has me, you know, right. so going through a storm or going through a situation, you know, it's like whatever you can at the end of the day, you hang your hat on that standard. It's like, that is, that's the, the kind of the guidepost. That's the thing that keeps us calm. That's the thing is like, Nope, because of this, I'm going to I'm going to respond this way versus yes. haphazardly going through something. And then we, we, we deal with it, you know, the same way, you know, just kind of randomly uh, to whatever f- feelings come up, we respond accordingly in that re- regard, which doesn't really lend to a standard. Yeah.
1: And you know, that's a big thing is falling down. Everyone's going to fall down. We're all going to trip up. We're all going to stumble. But the main thing is that we get back up. The Bible Mm -hmm. says a a righteous man falls down seven times and he gets back up again. And and that's been something the Lord has really hammered into me is like, you're going to stumble. It's okay. He fully expects that. He knows it far in advance, but as long as we get back up, get back up in the fight, because you'll never win the fight if you stay down. Uh, my son runs track this last year oh, cool. was his first year and, and God, I loved it. I had so much fun. The first meet or so I was like, yeah. what in the world is this, this is awful? <laughs> but then, you know, I got to watch the kids and watch them grow. And, uh, one of the events was the hurdles and, uh, it was at sectionals. It was a sectional championship. And I went to go watch the races. And, uh, my son's a sprinter. He didn't run in the hurdles. Okay. But yeah. So I'm watching them and these kids have trained and practiced all season long for this one race. They win this one. They're on the regionals, uh, they're so they get up, they get set, you know, they're going by the 110 hurdles. They get to about the second to last hurdle. And this kid goes to jump over the hurdle and he trips. Mm. Well, instead of getting up and finishing the race, this kid, I didn't know the kid. I didn't know his family, what school he was from or anything. He got up and he walked off the side of the track. Wow. And I stood up in the bleachers and I finished the race. What? Yeah. Man, get no <laughs> you're not going to get the record time. No you you know you're not going to win, you're not going to advance, but you got to finish, man. And that's Yeah. Come on. That's the message that that I like to uh wow. give to friends and family, you know, uh to anyone who will listen is look, you're going to trip, you're going to stumble you've got to finish this race, get back up, Mm. get back in that race. And then it just so happened after that, there was another hurdle race. It was longer. One of the kids fell at the very, very beginning. He tripped over the first hurdle, but instead of walking off, he got up and he finished the race and ended up in the top five. Wow. So he got to advance, you know, and it was like, thank you. God, like God knew I needed to see that. Like, (laughs) Yeah. So that standard is not quitting no matter yeah. how discouraged, how tough, how rough the storm is that comes at you. Maybe you never know what's going to happen. If you just get up and keep the keep running the race.
0: That's awesome. I love yeah. that. So what, uh, yeah, don't quit. That's the standard for sure. Yeah. So yeah. What's, uh, what's your son's event? What do you know? Which, which event he runs?
1: Yeah. So he runs the 100 and the oh, 200 okay. and, um, uh, this year, I think he's going to do the
0: 400, 400 as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was a track guy. So that's why I asked. So, okay. I did, I did middle distance. So I was uh, 800 to yeah. 1500. And I did some longer races. I actually did 32 and 5000 as well. Oh, but wow. those were like, yeah, no, I'm okay. You know, yeah. 5000 meters on a on a track is a little much. But
1: yeah, he's doing cross country right now for oh, his fall. Cool. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. a sprinter. It has been extremely difficult. Oh, so, yeah. That's a, that's a rough transition for a sprinter, but, but oh, he's, sure. sticking with, you know, and he's not quitting. So at yeah. least I feel that. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. So let's transition then from your, so then you, you did your military work and and then you come home and you transition talking about transitioning, you know, you mm-hmm. had to transition back to uh civilian life after that. And yeah. I'm sure you faced some things uh, from there, but you know, sure. how did you get into, um, like where you are today, like from your your carpenter is that right? You're a you know general contractor. Um, yes. Because you mentioned carpenter earlier. I don't know if that's what you were doing when you left. And how did you? What are you? How did you get to where you are today?
1: Yeah. So I've always had an entrep- entrepreneurial mindset, uh, an entrepreneurial heart. You know, a very creative heart. Yeah. And so uh, coming back, uh, you know, after. After being home for a few months, you know, I took a little time off there, kind of regroup and gather my thoughts. Um, I went straight back into construction, back into Mm. the the carpentry field. And, you know, I just never really had a a great passion for it. So I kind of experimented around. We did some uh, clothing stuff, started a retail store, started doing some screen printing. One thing led to another screen printing led to uh, festival and concert promotion. You know, started doing Mm. that, getting involved there. Uh, so I, I've tried a little bit of everything but then in 2015-16 I got involved with this veteran nonprofit called mission 22 and I was doing a lot of traveling and uh, while I was out traveling across the country I would speak at events and things like that fundraising um, the one of the founders was like hey man and you know, for you to get out here and do this, he's like, we appreciate it, but you should figure out a way to make some money. He's like, what, why don't you come up with some kind of product, something you can sell while you're out on the road, you know, to kind of, kind of help you make ends meet or whatever. So I I started my first coffee company then. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, I did that. That was the end of 2015, early 2016 and but at that time i was just having it roasted i was buying it i was you know doing the rest of the stuff myself um, yeah. and then that brand just it, it kind of went more towards the geared towards the military and i was kind of pigeonholed into you know it was a uh, combat brew so i was just okay. kind of pigeonholed into the the whole military kind of tactical type thing yeah. So I reinvented in 2019. Uh, came up with the Armored Coffee brand, Armored Nation now. And so this one, Armored Nation, is a little more focused upon obviously the Kingdom of God, you know, and, and equipping men and women to become leaders for the kingdom and really be witnesses, you know, for for Jesus and to get out and win souls and to and to not be ashamed, not be embarrassed of the gospel, sure. right, but to get out there and really represent it. So. Uh, yeah, we're veteran owned and, you know, but at the heart of of this thing, it's a ministry, you know, so I've, uh, I've always been involved in ministries within churches, but a good friend of mine told me a while back, you know, when Jesus carried the cross, he carried the cross through the marketplace Mm. and uh, that has always resonated with me. So I I feel like it was, it was just time to really take this brand, um, you know, combine it with the kingdom. We've got great product and you know we've got the blessing of the father on our lives so mm, yeah. we're just going out here to uh to try to witness man try to try to win souls and and be alike in this very lost and dark world
0: so. i love that i love that and, and it's it and it kind of sticks to your 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 background your military background sure. as well being vet owned you know armored and mm-hmm. armoring up you've got a uh, yeah. But yet the full armor, as we talked about earlier, as well, and so I love that. Um, one one silly question for you: Was the uh, combat brew was it very thick and drudgery? You know, drudgery, you know, kind of, you know, it's like, yeah, if you're gonna yeah. drink this, you gotta drink it like the, like yeah. real men do yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: ca- cowboy coffee, you know, where the yeah, spoon would go. stand up in the cup. So uh, this is a little more re- refined now. There so we go. do really just pure. Gourmet, the very best coffee that I can find anywhere in the world. That's, that's what we're roasting and providing now. So, yeah. So how
0: did you, yeah. How did you transition from, you know, t-shirts to, you know, I don't know, you, you mentioned a, a few different things and, mm-hmm. and, and, and coffee and, and where I'm going with that, I guess the question I really want to ask is, the challenges or the storms, right? Uh, the challenges or yeah. the situations that you face in in entrepreneurial life, and going from one thing to event planning, concerts, you know, things like yes. that, t-shirts to to now coffee, and these transitions, uh, how that all, I guess, plays out. And there's challenges there, man. Like, I mean, you sure. didn't, you you just didn't, you weren't like raised in a home of coffee brewers and so it was in your blood so to speak and you just so how did you how do you face those things because i know a lot of listeners are entrepreneurially minded as well or some of them have desires to do something and so i think that's part of being an entrepreneur man dang almost every single day you've got to face that
1: Yes, definitely. And for me, this has really just been a learning experience. I mean, since 2016, I have read more books, listened to more Mm. podcasts, uh, than I could even imagine about coffee, you know, just even down to the soils, the pH levels in the soils, the, you know, the amount of rainfall that grows, the elevations where the coffee is, the types of beans, uh, I've I've just, I've always enjoyed doing research on a topic and man, for this one, it seems like it's going to be never ending. I'm going to continuously be learning, um, as I'm roasting the coffee. I mean, there can be different flavor profiles down to, you know, within a few seconds on the roasting or a few degrees of temperature. So for me, it's, it's fun because it keeps me fully engaged, right? I am able Mm -hmm. to use all my senses as I'm doing it. You listen to it, uh, you watch it you know, you smell it, obviously, which is mm. my favorite part of yeah. the whole
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's great. It takes all of my energy, all of my focus. I do listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. um, and books while I'm roasting, but uh, nice. yeah, it's, it's really, it's just fully engaging on me. So I think for me, just finding something that was truly a challenge and an art, Um, I've said this before, but it's, it's not rocket science, right? Roasting coffee sure. is not rocket science, but but there is a science to it. But sure. it's more of an art, you know. So there's there's a lot of leeway, a lot of creativity. And as you and I were talking last night, I feel like every Christian has, every person has on the inside of them some creativity, because mm-hmm. obviously our Father is the creator of all. So yeah. That, he places that on the inside of us to be creative. And, and that's something that I've always done. and I've always encouraged my kids to do is, you know, to find that creativity and, and explore, go outside of your comfort zones and try, try new things. You know, you mm-hmm. never know exactly what you're going to like, but, uh, but yeah, coffee, I'm just a huge fan of, you know, I, I love coffee, love to drink it. I love to learn about it. And uh, yeah. man, when I combine that with the kingdom, like now you're talking two of my, yeah, two yeah. of my great passions coming together.
0: Yeah. So I have to ask you, and this, uh, mm-hmm. this question just came up or this thought just came up. And um, as uh, as you were describing this, I'm thinking my buddy Jeff right now is listening to this and he's like getting all excited because he he does um, uh, pour over.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And so
0: he's a big pour over guy. For sure. And uh, so he uses that as part of, you know, the aromas and this, you know, all this in yeah. the morning. Uh, during his devotion time, and so yeah. Jeff, just a little shout out to you, man, as you're uh, yeah. <laughs> as you're doing your devotion, listening you to this, go. I'll have to text him afterwards. Hey, listen to this while you do your morning coffee. There you go. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I love that though. It's just I, I, you know, I think we all challenge, we're all challenged by that, is just stepping into the unknown and mm-hmm. uh, doing stuff. Uh, Jeff just challenged me last night with something. He's like, dude, um, it's been a month. Uh, where's that at? You know, type thing. Like, right. are you are you gonna get that out yet? And I'm like, crap. You know, I'm scared to death on you know to do something and uh and it's just it's just putting yourself out there in different in a different way and learning and sure. and I think part of that is being willing to fail, being willing to yeah you know which I think we all in our mind are you know our, our mind wants to keep us safe mm-hmm. and you know I think of the time where you know, I, I was listening to this uh, from a neuroscientist. They were talking about how, like, y- you know, like when you're, when you're heading home, like every day you, you you have the same path. You know, it's just autopilot for you. And half the time you right. leave the office and you get home and you're like, I don't even remember turning on X Street. You know, sure, it's just because you're in autopilot. And yeah. they had talked about how the brain will actually fight you. To go a different direction, even though inside you feel like ah, maybe I should go this way today. And you're like, the brain's like, no, no, don't do it. Right. right. And it, it's to, quote unquote, protect you when really it's like we're supposed to go against that. We don't want to be an yeah. autopilot. We don't want to be in a safe zone. Yeah. And so back then, this was a couple of years ago, I would take every like every few times, you know, every third time or whatever, I would take a different route. So I have like two or three different routes that I would take and it did, it felt kind of weird and awkward at, at times to do that Um, because I'm thinking, yeah, but what if I get stuck over here in traffic, right? When I know the traffic over here. And so I think it's, it's the, the knowns that keep us stuck where we are. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, whether it's starting a new business, whether it's starting a new hobby or whatever, it's, it's. It's a challenge to break out of that. And I think that's another major storm that we all face in our creativity um, sure. and, and being creativity and expressing that, so to speak. So um, amazing. I love the, the analogy that you that you mentioned there's And coffee, you're right. It does smell wonderful. <laughs> so oh, I can it's, imagine it's, what your place smells like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, um, you know, my neighbors
1: aren't real close, but yeah. People, you know, that live a half mile down the road will be like, oh, I drove by the other day. It just smelled so good. Oh, my you gosh. Know? Yeah. 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 I, I love it. I I truly do have a passion for it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, I've never been afraid to fail. And I, I think that's something that God has instilled inside me yeah. as well. As, you know, I've failed before. I've failed in business before. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I failed in the in the music promotion world. Horribly bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, like as bad as you can fail like i did yeah. it but the worst thing is you're gonna bounce back up and try again you know yeah get back love up that. i i don't know i've just uh yeah it's that whole never quit thing yeah like, yeah i love quit. that i love just that. just keep going yeah
0: well I, I cannot wait to um get started on some of the coffee you and i talked about that last night and i'm yeah. excited to, to get some in my hands and Uh, We also talked about um, just dropping it here for the listeners doing a little partnership to where uh, they'll be able to order some of your coffee through our site. And I'm excited about that. And we're, we're working on some things. So listeners stay tuned for um, for what's to come in that regard, but uh, I'm excited for what you're doing. Randy Um, really enjoyed um, our conversation uh, last night. And I, you know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. we we've, first initially connected. And so
1: yeah. I just
0: want to say thank you so much for what you're doing, the message that you're putting out there, the, the morning messages, uh, that you're sending out as you're drinking your coffee and doing your devotion. I, l- I really appreciate that and everything that you're doing. So I pre- thank you so much, man.
1: Hey, Tim. Yeah, man, my pleasure. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, enjoy what you're doing as well. I mean, it, it's very inspirational and, uh, i'm so glad that we were introduced yeah. to one another because this is this is definitely a god thing and I, I believe that wholeheartedly and yeah, yeah i'm yeah. looking forward to uh, to working with you on the coffee and i i do have a code for your listeners uh cool so it's going to be inspired 25 if you go to armoredcoffee.com put in the code inspired 25 you'll get 25 percent off
0: of, of your order there so sweet yeah thanks man not- listeners uh, definitely follow armored coffee on Instagram. I'll put the link, uh, to his accounts and Facebook, uh, down below and then check out his website. Is it ArmoredCoffee.com or armored it, nation?
1: It, it is ArmoredCoffee.com. Okay. Uh, it's soon going to be the armored nation. Awesome. But,
0: yep. Awesome. Yep. There you go. I'll put the link down below and until next time guys, keep facing the storms with passion, strength, and courage. Hey, my friends, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, do me a huge favor and head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review. That will definitely help us get this message out to more people. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's connect. You can connect with me on my website, timdouglasinspires.com, and or on the social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let me know that you listened to the podcast, and that's how you found me. Lastly, stay tuned for more to come, and I definitely want to thank you again for subscribing, for sharing, this with your friends, leaving a review, all that good fun stuff. So until next time, go out there, face your storms, make your difference in the world, and we'll see you next time on the Inspired Way podcast. Thank you.